Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com. This is Elena DelVal, and my guest today is Dora O. Tavar, who is president of Tavar Public Relations. Today, Dora will discuss secondary Hispanic markets. Dora has more than 17 years of experience providing strategic counsel to nonprofit, governmental, and corporate clients in the areas of Hispanic marketing, crisis and litigation communications, and public affairs. Dora, welcome. Thank you, Elena. It's great to be with you today. Tell us a little bit, before we get started on the secondary markets, tell us a little bit about the U.S. Hispanic markets overall. Well, as you know, um, the media has done a fantastic job of keeping the growth of the Hispanic market at the forefront. Um, Newsweek, uh, six months ago, did an entire um, focus on Latino power. The population itself is growing. And there's been a lot of attention focused on the fact that the Hispanic population is growing, not just in traditional top markets, but really in unexpected markets. And that's really a little bit about, uh, you know, our discussion today. I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the new markets. But overall, the Hispanic market continues to grow and become really kind of garner the attention from not just advertisers, consumer segments, but also the public sector in terms of finding out that the demographics have changed, they have a new audience, and the real need to interact and communicate with new segments of their population. So overall, we continue to grow. That growth is, is really becoming uh, significant and a cause for preparation by both public sector and the private sector. In 2006, what is the size of the market? Um, the size of the market is $45 million and um, roughly about 15% of the U.S population. And, of course, this is recent data that came out uh, by Geoscape International and um, is really kind of the latest. It is a private source. Usually we're accustomed to hearing from the U.S. Census Bureau, and they provide those updates. But really, I think it highlights that the population has become so significant that it merits annual attention and not just decade attention. Which are the top areas of concentration for Hispanics? I know we're going to be talking about the secondary markets. Let's start out by describing the primary markets. Okay. The number one U.S. Hispanic market is Los Angeles with um, you know, roughly uh, 7.8 million uh, Latinos there and about 18.5%. Um, Second is New York. And, um, you know, for a couple, ten years ago, I think both New York and Los Angeles were very, very close. Now you've really, over the last um, decade, really seen a growth in, in the West Coast and in Los Angeles. And there is actually a gap of almost um, three million between Los Angeles and New York. So it's a significant number. In, in New York, it's 4.3 million and approximately 10% is the, uh, Hispanic population. Third is Miami and the Fort Lauderdale area at um, just under two percent, two million, excuse me, and about five um, percent. And I'm rounding these numbers off a little bit. Um, Chicago is number four, with um, 1.8 million Hispanics and about four percent of their population. 
Houston, number five, um, 1.7 million and about 4%. Uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, where I happen to be located, is um, number six with 1.5 million and about 4% of the population. San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose, and I guess I'll, I'll remind you at this point that these are really media markets as opposed to uh, metropolitan areas uh, alone, so they you know, are, are, are somewhat grouped. San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose are, number, are ranked number seven at about uh, 1.4 million Hispanics and uh, roughly 3.4%. San Antonio, number eight. Phoenix, number nine. Harlingen, Wesico, which in Texas we call kind of the South Texas Valley, Rio Grande Valley area, uh, which is number 10. And um, then uh, number 11, Fresno and the, the um, uh, their lower valley uh, in Visalia. Number 12 is San Diego, 13 Sacramento, 14 El Paso, 15 Denver, 16 Albuquerque, 17 Washington, D.C., which has had a tremendous growth over the last couple years, uh, 18 Philadelphia, 19 Atlanta, 20 is Orlando, Dayton, Daytona Beach, excuse me, and Melbourne. So that's, that rounds off the top 20 markets. Now, you were mentioning percentages. I remember out of the list that you gave, San Francisco, San Jose, you mentioned 3.4%. When you say 3.4%, you mean of the overall Hispanic market? Absolutely. Of the overall Hispanic market, yes. Which are the secondary markets, and what makes them the secondary markets? The secondary markets are really that grouping um, from 11 to number 20. And what for this discussion and focusing on are also markets that may not be in the top 20, but that really are having such, experiencing such tremendous growth that they merit real attention. And when I mean by growth, I'm talking about, from a market standpoint, their infrastructure development, whether it's the growth in the, in the Hispanic population that immediately brings about new communications infrastructure, such as new television stations, radio, real media properties that are critical in that infrastructure development. Along with that, those media properties is also uh, Spanish language or bilingual print. And together, those elements then, you know, are really kind of um, elevate the importance of those markets. And today I'm going to talk about um, some of those and, and focus in particular on three of them, which is Atlanta, Georgia, Raleigh-Durham, and the Fayetteville area, and the third one as Las Vegas. And uh, Atlanta is ranked number 19 in the uh, Hispanic ranking list. Las Vegas, um, a little bit below you know, the top 20 at, at number 23. And Raleigh-Durham, that we, some would say, why talk about them? <laughs> because they're really kind of 39. Yet, again, as I mentioned, because of the significant growth, um, they have really uh, garnered tremendous attention and are kind of a case study, if you will, on uh, how quickly 
Hispanic markets emerge, and I think they would be characteristic of the most, the most emerging of those Hispanic markets. What criteria did you use to select these three cities from the list overall? Okay. The criteria that I used was percentage of Hispanic population growth for really from 1990, which was the last decennial census um, before 2000. Where were these markets? And where are they today? And, um, you know, looking at the 2005 data. In that period of time, those 25 years, and really measuring the uh, percentage of growth. For example, in Atlanta, we have seen the Hispanic population grow in Atlanta by 638%. So if you figure where, you can just imagine for a moment, where was Atlanta in terms of Hispanic growth 25 years ago? Very, very small population. And now after measuring the population over the last 25 years, you can really see those differences. Dora, thank you for joining us. And to our audience, thank you for listening to today's interview with Dora Otavar of Tavar Public Relations in relation to secondary Hispanic markets, brought to you by Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com, providing you essential information on America's largest minority. For more information on how to reach Hispanics with marketing and public relations tools, including a complete presentation on secondary Latino markets by Dora Otovar, visit our resources section at www.HispanicNPR.com. That's www.hispanicmpr.com.